Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. Whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, you are most welcome. How are you today, Padre? Well, thank you, Stina, and yourself? I'm doing well. What have you been up to? Good. Uh, I have been getting back to lectures. So the last term of the seminary, my last term here as vice rector, Mm. and uh, Father Thompson's last term as rector. So we're, we're, we're... just getting ready to sort of pack things up and I'm figuring out like what I need to leave here and what I need to take with me and, and <laughs> sorting life out. Sorting life out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. so all very exciting. Yeah. How about yourself? Yeah, good. Yeah, things have been pretty pretty good on our end as well. We've been doing a bit of spring cleaning. Oh, yeah. It's just kind of moving from one end of the house to the other. Let's do this bit. And now let's do this bit. And it wasn't organized that way. It just, <laughs> just happens. It's just kind of, oh, yeah. Yeah. we've been doing that a bit lately. Yeah. So, you know, it's been good. Good stuff. Good stuff. So we're continuing our series on the Beatitudes on the podcast at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we are on to the fifth Beatitude. Blessed are the merciful, for yeah. they shall obtain mercy. Beautiful. Beautiful. So I guess where we might start First of all, is let's let's have a little chat about mercy, um, and I guess the the place to begin is to first acknowledge that we are actually broken people. <laughs> yeah. like we're all in need of healing. We're all yeah um, fallen, and we're we've all got our wounds, and we really only need to have a look at our mental health statistics mm. to be able to acknowledge that, because we know that people are hurting. Yeah, in in all parts of the world, people are hurting. Um, Absolutely, absolutely. You know, there was a um, was a program that we did back in seminary days, early seminary days. So thirty, whether it was called a clinical pastoral education, Mm. and um, uh, quite useful practical learnings. Ideologically, very um, uh, shall we say, far left of centre. Put it that way. Yeah. If we have left of centre, left of centre listeners, hello and God bless you and welcome. The left of center teacher that we had, far left of center, <laughs> um, said to us, "We aren't broken. None of us are broken. We're all whole and complete." And uh, I can remember challenging that. Yeah. And to this day, I still challenge it. Mm. So uh, this was what we were taught, and and it's it's not as you rightly point out. It is not consonant with reality. Mm. You know, it's it's it's. It's, it kind of paints this this picture of the human person as not fallen. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and it's like, well, actually, no, we, we are broken. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, we all wish Adam and Eve hadn't have done that. Yes. You know, and, yes. and, and none of us like sinning. Yes. But it's it's okay to admit that we're broken. Yeah. That there is something wrong here. Yeah. You know, and that I don't yet look like the perfect human Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yet look like the God man. Yeah. I have work to go yet. And that is okay. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I guess it's only from that place of acceptance that we can then say, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm a mess, I'm <laughs> I'm wounded, I'm hurt, I do stupid stuff, yeah. but I can I can be healed. Yeah. Like this, why else would we have the mercy of God? If there were no wounds to begin with, like right. why would he give us that? Right, exactly. What did he die for? Exactly. Was he just a failed religious leader or or right. did he die for us and rise again for us? You exactly. Know? Yeah. So being yeah. able to accept and acknowledge that that is, that is reality for us also gives us a starting point with being able to see that we need his mercy. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is what our faith hinges on. Our faith hinges on the fact that God is good and merciful. Yes. It hinges on the fact that that, that that goodness and that mercy has been shown from the very beginnings of creation and that despite man's fallenness, God does not, um, God does not cease to show his goodness. God does not give us what we deserve. He gives us the gift of his mercy. When we come face to face with his mercy, we come face to face with our own brokenness and his response of mercy to that brokenness we then have some serious questions to kind of to ask ourselves mm. you know which is um do we give others better than they deserve mm. do we look to hold a grudge to get even to be vengeful do we have certain uh, visions of self-entitlement about ourselves do we think that our name ought to be lit up in lights that there's something <laughs> we ought to be known for you know well if there was anything that we really ought to be known for, it's being merciful people. Yeah. Like that's the thing. If, if we claim to be Christian, if we claim to have the name of Christ, then mercy ought to be the defining trait. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we ought to be able to give that mercy to others very obviously. And it's really easy to do that mm. when – we've received it out of no cost. Like it's yeah. really easy yeah. to give something away to someone when it doesn't actually cost us anything. Right, when right. We, when it's been given to us with no with no cost attributed to it, it's really easy to give it away. Um, but also it's really easy to give something away to someone when we have an overabundance of it. Yeah. So if we, we have so much of it, <laughs> um, it's so much easier to, to give that away to other yeah, exactly. people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but when we really look at mercy and we look at God, that's exactly what's happening here. Right. Right. <laughs> right? So we, we didn't deserve mercy from God and yet he gave it to us out of no cost to us. Mm. Right? It didn't cost us anything. In fact, it costed him. Like it, it was a cost, cost to him. him. Right. It was, it was the passion, life and death of his beloved son, Jesus right. Christ. Right. That was exactly. the cost. Exactly. That was the cost of salvation. Didn't cost us anything. And also... God's mercy never runs dry. No. There is no. an overabundance. His death was the greatest and ultimate sacrifice and it can never be outdone and it's forever a source of grace. Yeah. So yeah. we're never going to run out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. always overflowing. Yeah. So given that we have an overabundance and it costs us nothing, mm. where do we think that that's going by us giving that mercy to others? Do we think it goes into some vacuum and disappears <laughs> forever? <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no loss to us. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. We can actually say that there is a there is a great gain to mm. be had in that. 
uh, insofar as we grow closer to Christ. Yeah. There is a shedding that is involved. There is mm. a loss or a cost, as it were, but it's a cost that gives a benefit greater than the cost. And the benefit's twofold. The benefit is to the person to whom I'm merciful, but the benefit is also a benefit of grace. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that through that mercy, I become more like Christ by his grace. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we really believe that this is true, that mm. this is what mercy looks like, we do have to ask ourselves that question. Yeah. What is actually standing in the way of mm. us being merciful to one another? Yeah. What's really standing in the way? Because like you said, there might be a loss, yeah. but is that loss something that's good that we're losing? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and... and even if it is something good that we're losing, we always wind up getting something better in yeah. return. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, when you think about Christ's mercy that He paid our debt, as it were. That you know He sort of at, at great cost to Himself He paid our debt. Well, when we hold grudges, because uh, uh, you know you, you're asking the question, what what stops us yes. from being merciful? Yes, I think. It's it's failing to look at the image of Christ on the cross and cross and Christ risen. Like it's 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 sort of holding grudges and kind of pretending that we're sinless. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's it's when we hold a grudge, it's kind of like oh, you know, I'm I'm justified in holding this grudge because I'd never do something like that. Yeah, next yep. minute. Uh, yep. you know? <laughs> Yep. Uh, so there's there's a certain level of pride that sits inside that because when we look at Christ, we're like, oh, actually, I did that. Yeah. Uh, there's this wonderful line in um, uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. Uh, he writes in his second volume of his his, his personal book, Jesus of Nazareth. Um, he's talking about the the Garden of Gethsemane, and because he's so he's such a He's such a deep mystic, mm. but he's also an academic, and so he has these moments where he's 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 waxing academia, you know, and you're just like you're reading through this academic treatise. You're like, okay, yep, yep, and then all of a sudden he throws something in that you're not ready for. You're like, oh my gosh, where did that come from? You know, and, and he's talking this 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 academic stuff, and then all of a sudden he goes, my sins form part of that terrible chalice. Mm. Oh, oh. Yeah. 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 So on what basis do I hold a grudge? Mm. Like my sins did that and I was forgiven. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. So how do we actually go about living out mercy? Because yeah. we've talked about, you know, what stands in the way and mm. how do we actually live it? Well, I, I guess um, there's, there's, there's two things. There's the corporal and the spiritual works of mercy. So, I mean, corporate works of mercy, feed the hungry. We've gone through these before in the previous podcast. Yeah. So, so do look for them if you're looking for some commentary on them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, visit the sick and the imprisoned, bury the dead, give alms to the poor. Yeah. Uh, and the spiritual works of mercy. Yeah. So we've got instructing the ignorant, counselling the doubtful, console the afflicted, forgive offences, bear wrongdoings with patience and praying for the living and the dead. Right. Right, exactly. You know, so I, those are those are very, very keen ways that we can live that out. And I think seeing that that we can act mercifully in two ways. We can act mercifully 
uh, well, actually more than two ways, I suppose, but but um, in, in, in two main senses, that that mercy might involve me forgiving someone. Yes. But mercy might also involve me meeting somebody's need. Yes. Mercy might actually involve me recognising that somebody stands in need of of love in their life and that God has placed me in a position where I can give them, um, I can I can show them uh, love in their moment and hour of need. Yeah. Um, I think that, that, that call stands for each and every one of us. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And these yeah. aren't meant to be ticker boxes. Right. Like right. They're, they're not meant to be, oh, okay, so I just need to be merciful. Oh, okay, well, let me just find some place where I can go and drop some food off and then I've done my mercy for the week. Like that's not no, what this is no, about. Oh, right. I just need to pray for someone. Oh, okay. Well, then I've done my spiritual yeah. works of mercy for the week. Like that's yeah. not what this is. No, it's 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 not tick the box on the list and become no. holy. No, no. This is meant to come from a much deeper place. Right, right. Um, when when Jesus acts in the Gospels, he encounters people who are um, who are saddened in some way. For instance, mm. um, uh, when Mary. And Martha come to him about Lazarus. Mm. Lazarus has died. And it, it, it says that, I think in our, our lectionary, it says Jesus was deeply moved. Yeah. 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 No, Jesus wasn't deeply moved. Jesus was moved to his very core. He was yeah. moved in his guts. He was, he was, he was you know, a, a sigh from the depths of his soul, from the innermost part of his being. You know, he felt someone's need and responded to that. You know, responded with love to that. It's it's not just about going and finding some good deed to do for the week. It's about it's about seeing the needs of others and being moved by love mm. uh, towards uh, uh, another's plight. Mm. Yeah, and we talked about this in a previous podcast where we talked about compassion, and we talked about it. And asking the question, if we are not moved in some way by the struggle or the sorrow of another person, is that is there something standing in the way? Yeah. Is there a blockage somewhere because our hearts are meant to be open? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, that applies exactly here too. Like yeah. yeah, spot on. Mercy is not meant to come from a from some place where our hearts are locked away. We're meant to no. be. We're meant to be, and that, that that doesn't mean that we need to, you know, cry to be merciful, or <laughs> right. we need to right. be super passionate and super angry or something like that. It's it's not about explosive emotion. No, that's not what what it means to live out mercy from the heart. No, no, but to actually do it with right intention. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, spot on. Spot on. Linking this then to the commandments, um, we link this to the, the, the tenth and the fifth commandment. The, uh, so the tenth commandment is thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods, and uh, the fifth commandment is thou shalt not kill. So there's this, this idea, particularly in the fifth commandment, of you know, thou shalt not kill also means thou shalt not engage in vengeance. Yeah. Thou, thou, thou shalt turn the other cheek. Bear wrongs patiently. Don't seek to, to exchange wrong for wrong. You know, um, and and similarly in the tenth commandment, it's really kind of forbidding envy, and and and, and sort of a jealousy. And I think envy, envy is born out of hate. Mm. Envy is born out of a uh, a deep hatred for somebody else. And, and at the end of the day, what it becomes is a sadness that somebody else is good. 
Yeah, I think that comes, it does come from pride most certainly, but I think that's engendered out of a lack of mercy, a lack of, of looking to see where I can love another person, mm. where I can show mercy to another person, mm. you know, where I can be present to another person because it's all about me. You know, it's all about what, what, what I want or what I perceive that somehow I lack you know, and this person can't have it if I can't have yeah. it. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's 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 almost the antithesis of mercy, which reaches out to another in their need, regardless of their 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 spiritual or material circumstances. It just it seeks to connect and love, connect with and love another. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, being merciful, mm. fifth and tenth commandments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Yes. And we're well over halfway through the pages at this point. We are indeed. Which has been it's been a lovely journey to go through. We've done This is the fifth one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Done good, run strong. Yeah. 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 So we hope that you've found something useful, helpful. Um, in this episode as always we love hearing from you guys if there's anything you'd like to share with us um, of how something that we've shared has maybe moved you or has helped you to consider something else we'd love to hear that always always welcome your feedback absolutely but uh, before we head off for today a truth beauty and goodness from you Padre Hmm. Aubrey opened up the other weekend and I went and saw my mum and dad and oh, sister and her uh, kids. That was beautiful. Yeah, uh, how were they? Yeah, yeah well, they're going all right. They're uh, they're 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 um they're going they're going very very well. Uh, they're all leading exceptionally busy lives. Mm. Uh, but um, but they they just you know they're good people and they are they they're, they're constant reminders of the fact that. Um, God's been exceptionally good to mm. me. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. how lovely. Yeah. How about yourself? For me, it was a spontaneous girls' night invite. <laughs> a spontaneous girls' night? Yeah, I was just walking walking back from church, I think it was, and someone came running after me. I was like, wait, Steve, I'm running after you. I went, oh, sorry. <laughs> what's what's going on? <laughs> Are you busy this evening? Uh, no, actually, I'm mm. not. What's What's happening? Would you like to come around for a girls' night? Oh, <laughs> mm. okay, sure. There's just a couple of us, but you know, we'd love to have you. Sure, we'd love to. Sounds wonderful. Girls' night it is. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, just, you know, soaking up all that feminine genius. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. That's cool. Love it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So thanks for joining us for another, another episode of Living Fullness. Please join us over on our Patreon if you'd like to join our community. We do some behind the scenes. We do bloopers and um, particularly behind the scenes with our guests mm. as well that we have on here. Yeah. Um, and your financial support, our Patreon community, directly helps us to keep going with this Always appreciate it. So we are very grateful. If you'd like to join our community, you'll find the links in the description. You can also join our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram or Virtue Ministry on Facebook. And as always, until next time, love our love and prayers. God bless. God bless.